Welcome to the Fair's Love Podcast, where we share spiritual and practical ideas for how to live family life with a beautiful, self-sacrificing love. Today, we're talking with Janet Quinlan, a life coach for Catholic women, and we're going to talk about how your thoughts make who you are. Broad strokes. We've had Janet on for multiple episodes on this exact topic, so we're diving in a little deeper today. Yes. Thanks for having me, Katie. Yeah. Always a pleasure. Thanks. So go ahead. Start us off. Okay. So in the past episodes, we've talked about how important our thoughts are in our marriage, Mm -hmm. uh, in keeping a home and in our parenting. And really we're going to the very beginning. We probably should have done this first, but (laughs) it's about how our thoughts create who we are. And of course, who we are is how we show up in the world. Uh, and very often we think that it is just our circumstances that, um, create, you know, our life, create who we are and what happens in our life. And actually it's not the circumstances because the circumstances of our life, um, are actually just neutral facts. And it's what we think about those circumstances that begin to create who we are. Mm. So growing up, we have stories, stories that our parents created for us, you know, in in the way they formed a home and lived a home. And we took those stories uh, into our adulthood. And sometimes those stories created beliefs that we wanted to live by. And sometimes they created beliefs that we didn't want to live by. Um, I I grew up in a, a good, solid home. Uh, my parents taught me how to be a good Catholic woman. Um, my dad struggled with alcohol. And so a story that I brought into my adulthood was I, alcohol creates a problem, Mm. okay? Mm -hmm. Whether it does or doesn't, other people may have different ideas on that. But for me, alcohol created a problem. Mm -hmm. And so my belief was, uh, if I don't have alcohol in the home, then there won't be a problem. Oh, okay. And so actually we have a no alcohol home. Um, you know, whenever we have major family functions, we don't have alcohol and, and everybody understands why, and it's all good. Mm-hmm. Um, another person might say, well, we like to have alcohol with our family and that's totally fine too. So just to get clarity that there isn't right or wrong Mm-hmm. about our thoughts necessarily. They mm-hmm. are just our thoughts. And we have to understand that they f- they inform who we are. Sure. And in our stories, uh, we begin to have these beliefs. So a belief is a story that you hear over and over again, and you create a belief about it. So for me, alcohol created a problem. Actually, it doesn't create a problem for me when I drink. <laughs> But but if my husband were to have a drink or other people, then I start, you know, freaking out. That's my thoughts. Did you Um, interrupt for a second? Did you know that this was that you had that idea? Like when you first entered your marriage, like you decided a no alcohol household, but like, were you aware of the stories that you've been telling yourself about alcohol causing a problem at that time? Or is that something you came to later? You know, it's something that I got clarity on later. Uh, I didn't, and my husband would sort of question me, well, how come, and actually we met in a bar, which is kind of funny, but (laughs) (laughs) he said, how come it's okay if you have a drink and it's okay if I don't have a drink? And that's when I started asking Mm -hmm. myself, I don't know why, why, you know, why is that okay? And so I had to really think clearly about it. Um, and, and understand 
the story? Mm -hmm. And did I want to make that a firm and fast belief in my life? Sure. Okay. Um, and, and I, in, for, in particular situations, it is a firm and fast belief in other situations. It's not with other people as well. When sure. we go out, we socialize, we drink, you know, it's, but we're very clear on what we want to have in our home. Mm-hmm. Um, another story that my parents uh, also gave me was they were very frugal and I thought we didn't have any money. Oh, and so I was always had this scarcity in money. And then I look at my brothers, both went to Notre Dame and I went to St. Mary's and that was paid for. <laughs> so clearly we had money. However, I brought that into my family with my children hmm. and I would say, we don't have the money. We don't have the money. What I neglected to say was we don't have the money for that. Hmm. Okay. But in my mind, who I wanted to be and thought I needed to be was someone very frugal because mm-hmm. that's the example my parents gave me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was someone who was very frugal because I watched my parents be that way. Sure. Right? Then when we get into personal, uh, like personality traits, mm-hmm. um, for a long time, I thought I was impatient mm. and so impatient that I could never learn patience. Hmm. Um, It was a belief that I just didn't even question. Could I actually learn to be patient? (laughs) I thought it was, you know, it was, it was just the way it was. Um, And then I was called, I felt called to homeschool and you either learn patience or you die. (laughs) Yeah. Seven children. So It was a way to question what I thought of myself. And I think now most people would consider me very patient. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm pretty patient. But so it's getting back to the thought of who I was and questioning it. And not just making assumptions that the thoughts I think are true. Because all our thoughts are not necessarily true. They're just thoughts. Right. When we have those kinds of thoughts that we don't question, we create limitations for ourselves. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so we begin to say things like, I can't, or um, I-, I would like to, but I- I'm not going to, you know, we just really shut down. Like, I can't try that because I'm not smart enough. I can't go there or wear that because I'm not pretty enough. I'm not thin enough. I'm not patient enough or whatever. Mm -hmm. And this is really want to challenge people to think about what are your thoughts about yourself? Mm -hmm. So I know that we're going to put in the show notes, um, a little, uh, questionnaire that people can download and ask themselves. really pray about, Mm -hmm. you know, what do you believe about your life? What do you believe about yourself? What's the story that you have about who you are? Um, And maybe bring in lessons that your parents taught you. Some lessons were probably great lessons and maybe some lessons were not great lessons. Mm -hmm. Just because your parents said it, also doesn't make it true. Decide for your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, is that, does that resonate with me and who I am and who I want to be, want to be? 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Then, go ahead. I was going to say, um, I, I think this is so interesting, but diving deep into that, I wonder if we can go into a little bit, like, how do you even notice some of these thoughts or these beliefs that you've created over time? Cause I can imagine most of us are sitting in, in beliefs, you know, like your, I'm impatient or whatever that we, we don't even realize have come over from our parents. Or like I was talking to someone yesterday, uh, he's a really, really smart guy. And he just said, I, I can never learn technology. Like it's just never going to happen. And I'm like, you have learned and done so much in your life. Like I absolutely guarantee you can learn technology. And he was like, no, I can't. And I was like, where did that come from? Like, and maybe that wasn't his parents, but maybe it was, I don't know. But how do we acknowledge, like even find these in our lives? Yeah. Well, we have to get really conscious with our prefrontal cortex. Mm. Um, and it's as simple and as difficult as that because, you know, our primitive brain wants us to seek pleasure, avoid pain. I've talked about this before mm-hmm. and conserve energy. And that's all it wants to do all day long. Right. And so there's a resistance in actually um, confronting, our, you know, our own thoughts. And I would say that if, if there's a point in your life that's causing conflict, mm-hmm. either internal conflict or exterior conflict, if there's a point in your life where you're just not happy or you feel um, maybe nervous or you feel anxious or stressed or you feel uh, incompetent, mm. um, that's a good place to start always with the sure. negative feelings there. It's an excellent place to start with asking yourself why, why do I feel this way mm-hmm. um, to, to the point of um, what you, what you were talking about, the young man from yesterday Um my parents were good parents, but I always, and was very clear growing up, I wanted to get married and have children. Mm-hmm. I, I was never a career girl, never wanted it. I went to get a degree in education because I knew I'd have at least my summers off to be with my kids. Um, and my brothers uh, were very smart. And see, as soon as I say that, I can hear myself saying they were very smart and I wasn't. Oh, Okay. And that was a belief that I had from, I mean, as early as I can remember. I really mm. didn't care about school. I cared about people and relationships. Mm. And so whether I was smart or not was really never tested because I didn't care. Right. You know, I did enough to get by to, mm-hmm. to, to you know, appease my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't until, oh my gosh, like 20 years later after I graduated from college, when I started a business and had to learn things and I saw, oh my gosh, I can learn things. I'm not dumb. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> Who knew? And, and now as you know, 61, I have children who are in their mid thirties and I know way more tech than they ever could know. And I'm nice. quite proud of it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I'm building, you know, I, I have a coaching practice that I've, I've built into full-time income. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's, it is when you want to move forward, but there's something holding you back. Why, why is that holding you back? Mm-hmm. And then it's getting to that place of saying, what do I want? Mm. Do, I, do I want to do this even though I think I can't? well, what if I just tried the next step Mm. and moved forward just a little bit and, and tried to see how that worked. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. And each success, of course, builds on success. People think you need to have self-confidence in order to do big things or, you know, even, even little things. Mm-hmm. But the truth of the matter is self-confidence comes with being brave and doing those things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I, but, and I think that's a, a key point here because I think so many people wait to do things in their lives, wait to make decisions, wait to move forward, wait for whatever, because they're waiting for that like surety, that confidence. When really by doing it and making those steps, that's where the confidence is going to come from. You're never going to be like, yes, I'm fully in, I'm fully committed, I'm fully confident. It's something you've never even tried or you've never, yeah. you know, attempted. Exactly. We have a tendency, I think, as people to wait for exterior signs to give us confidence. Mm-hmm. But what gives us confidence is what's inside us. Challenging ourselves just to do the next best thing towards the goal that we want. Mm -hmm. So we have to get clarity on what what do we want? Do we want um, a, a loving, intimate friendship with our husband? Mm -hmm. And what are the thoughts that we have around our relationship with our husband? Mm-hmm. And some people I coach, their thoughts are, well, he's not interested or he's just not this way or he's not that way. And I would challenge that. But, but who are you? Mm-hmm. What do you want? Mm-hmm. How can you create in that home um, the kind of relationship that you want? Or another thing is I'm just impatient with my children. So I can't stop yelling. It's just not mm-hmm. never going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as soon as you are, con- you're just absolutely convinced that you're impatient. You don't have any little bit of window or door door open to say, but what if I tried mm-hmm. to be patient? Mm-hmm. You're so convinced that you're not, that you don't even try. And that's like failing ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, it's a very cyclical thing. Cause then you're constantly impatient. You're impatient with your kids. You're not trying to get better so that you're probably then impatient with your spouse or your friends or, or yourself, right? Because you're not even working on that a little bit, or you didn't leave that door open at all. Right. So being very, um, you know, in prayer is a great time to really talk over with God who you are, (laughs) because of course he knows who you really are. Mm -hmm. And Actually, to ask the Holy Spirit to help you see you for who you are. Mm-hmm. And many say, oh, yeah, but I, I don't want to think good of myself because that's too prideful. No, humility is seeing truth. Mm-hmm. right? And so uh, understanding that the gifts that God has given us, he gave to us for a reason mm-hmm. to use but we can't use them if we don't think they're true about ourselves. Mm-hmm. So becoming very, you know, just really raw with ourselves and God in prayer and say, what, what do you want of me? What do you expect of me? Mm-hmm. It's like Peter, who, you know, um, walking on the water for a moment, he believed that about himself. Right. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as the belief was gone, the fear came up, he sank. Mm-hmm. So we want to, when we feel any of the negative feelings of sinking or fear or whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, or just uh, incompetent, you know, we, we just don't think we can mm-hmm. ask ourselves, ask yourself, why, why do I think that? And what if that isn't true? 
Mm-hmm. And really, really questioning yourself and being hard on yourself. And do you do that? Like, do you find yourself, I mean, now you've been practicing this for a while or even the people that you coach, like, do you find that that's something that, well, obviously takes practice to get to, but like do in the moment, like you're driving the car, you have this thought that you're whatever incompetent as a mother, let's just mm-hmm. say, right. Mm-hmm. Cause you, whatever, forgot the time to pick up the kid from sports practice and you're driving, you're like, I'm going to come to mother. Are you immediately supposed to be like, wait, no, like, is there like, is this true? What's the proof? Could this not be true? Or how to visit that later? Either way, but it's really good right in the moment. Mm -hmm. So I do coach a lot of women about yelling at their children. Mm, And they say, I just can't stop. Mm -hmm. And so they've created this woman who can't stop yelling, but they can stop. You know, they, they can stop eating sugar. They can run 13, you know, half marathons. They can, Mm -hmm. they can do whatever they put their mind to unless they don't believe they can. Mm. And so, yeah. So when the kids are screaming and yelling and you just want to get louder over them, that's the time to say, wait a minute, is that the woman I want to be? What kind of mom do I want to be? And that at least gives you a few seconds to calm that sort of uh, emotion down. Mm -hmm. And it, and it might give you, you know, a moment to say, oh, wait a minute, I can go in quietly and say, we're not doing this anymore. You can go to your room, you can go to your room and just everybody, let's take a break. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we, so if we don't do it in the moment, odds are, we're just going to scream at the kids. Sure. And that's not who we want to be. Right. Yeah. So I like that. I like, I like the idea that you can do it in the moment. And then if you don't successfully do it in the moment too, like this is definitely something you can revisit later in your prayer in the silent time, once the kids have gone to bed or whatever, where you can sit back and be like, okay, like I lost it today. I was yelling or I lost mm-hmm. my temper and, and dive into then the thoughts that surround that. Right. Right. And then at another time, and this is something that um, I think is very helpful if you do even just for two or three minutes mm. every day, what kind of a woman do I want to be? Mm. What kind of a woman do I want to be? Um, and list, don't just put it in your head, list it out. Um, the kind of woman, the qualities that you you want to have that you bring to your marriage, the qualities that you bring to your family life, but most of all, the qualities that you bring as a daughter of God to the world. Mm. Okay. So what kind of life do I want? And in order to have that life, who do I have to be? And then ask yourself, what are the beliefs that keep getting in the way of that kind of life? Mm-hmm. So if you want a joyful, joy-filled, peaceful home. Mm-hmm. What is a belief that gets in the way? The belief is I can't get the kids to, to, you know, behave. I'm not good enough to get, that's really what we're saying, right? right. I, I don't, I don't know. I'm not good enough to get them to behave. And so if that's a belief that gets in your way, then what are you going to do about it? Well, I, I'm going to look up some different parenting uh, strategies in order to show up, to have that joy filled home where children are behaving, mm-hmm. where everyone is respecting each other. So that's just an example of, um, but really, really focus in on 
who do you want to be? Who do you think you're called to be? Mm -hmm. And we don't take the time to do that. Right. Yeah. In fact, go ahead. I was going to say too, I feel like probably too, for a lot of husbands and wives from moms and dads out there, right. They are very focused on like, what kind of mom do I want to be? What kind of dad do I want to be? What kind of husband or wife do I want to be? And I wonder too, which kind of delves into what we're talking about today. Like, I wonder how much people really think about like, what kind of person do I want to be like beyond my spouse, beyond my children too, like greater picture world, et cetera. Like what kind of person do I want to be? And how do I then, and what are the thoughts and beliefs that are keeping me from being that even? Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, I have as, as, as an older woman now, a mature woman, um, all our, my friends were all kind of looking back on our lives and, um, having some interesting conversations Mm -hmm. about who we showed up to be for ourselves. And if we would have done anything differently Mm -hmm. and I just, you know, that's also a good practice is to imagine yourself in 20 years. What does that woman look like? Or what Mm -hmm. does that man look like for the men listening? What, again, like you said, what qualities do they possess? Mm -hmm. How do they contribute to the world? And, um, and I think fundamentally, what is their faith life like? Because that really uh, informs every part of our life. And um, we can't, you know, just limit it to Sunday mass and maybe 15 minutes of prayer a day. Mm-hmm. It it really, it, it really is since God created us uh, as we are, he knows us best. Mm-hmm. And so spending time with him really helps us know ourselves best, sure. our, our strengths and our weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then embracing the strengths and looking at the weaknesses and seeing, okay, how can I, how can I change that? And how can I flip it to make it a strength? Mm-hmm. I like this a lot. Cause it's, it's letting people kind of step away from like the here and now too, and think like bigger picture further out so that they're not caught up in the, I lost my temper and I, and I blew it today. And like, oh my gosh, like, I'm a horrible mother. I'm a horrible father, but like more like, okay, let's think big picture here. Let's, let's figure out what we can do to tweak and change it. So that in 20 years, you do, you are the person that you want to be, or you're working towards being that. I mean, obviously every day we're working towards. Yeah. No. And it's true because we don't set goals. We just, especially those who have families. And if there are a lot of children, Mm -hmm. we just want to get through the day. That's our goal. Survive. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But if we don't have what, what are we working towards? Are you know individually and then collectively as a family, mm-hmm. then ten years go by and we look back and we're like that was a bunch of wasted time. Mm-hmm. We just got through the day. Who do we want to be? You know, and I'm kind of experiencing this now with uh, we're ready for our twentieth grandchild to come, and then that, that happened fast. Mm-hmm. I still, I my body doesn't say thirty five, but I think thirty five. <laughs> <laughs> but. Michael and I are looking around and we're like, yeah, this is what we envisioned. Mm -hmm. And I am looking at myself and saying, oh my gosh, all those struggles, all of the sacrifices. Yeah. That was so important because it, it, it formed who I am as a woman. Sure. 
And I kind of like who I am as a woman. <laughs> and all the beliefs that I had as a young woman that I thought were for sure true are not true. <laughs> all the yeah, limiting so beliefs. Yeah. Experience definitely gets you there, I think. Yeah, too, that's for sure. But that's for sure. Um so I wonder if you can walk us through a little bit, Janet, like, okay, so you have this, you have this limiting belief, right? Mm -hmm. You, you notice it crops up, but then like, how do you really go about changing that? Cause I can tell myself I'm not impatient and I still lose it on the kids every day. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, how do I really go about making that change? Yeah. So being very conscious of it. I mean, it, 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 so you might need to write yourself a, a little note, like even around visual things like patience Mm -hmm. or who are you? Or, I mean, I think visual things are very helpful when we're in the moment, but, mm -hmm. um, as soon, if we do lose our patience and we really want to be a patient person, um, what you talked about before is, you know, stepping back and thinking about it, but also if we do lose the patience, then coming back, making amends with the children mm -hmm. and asking, really, it's just asking our Lord for that gift mm -hmm. to be more self-aware I mean, humanly speaking, we can do what we can do as far as being conscious of our thoughts, but we need the spiritual. We just do need the grace to remind us, hey, don't forget, you want to be, you want to be patient here. Right. Um, so, you know, you, you can, um, of course, coaching is always a way to help because what it does, and it's not just a plug for me, I, you know, it, what it does for coaching, what coaching does for people is it. It helps them have the habit of slowing down and thinking. Mm -hmm. We live in such a reactive society, don't we? Everything yeah. is about how we feel and we react, but mm -hmm. we don't think about what is our thought that's creating how we feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We, I mean, we don't know silence in our days to even take a step back to realize sometimes that we had a bad reaction, right? And like, we need to cultivate that in our lives silence and reflection time so that we can be like, Oh, today I was your yesterday. I was really off. Like what was going on? And like, really think about that. But if we don't give ourselves that space, so I could see how coaching therapy, whatever could help like yeah. automatically almost give you that space in a sense. Yes. Because it teaches you the habit. It's really just a habit. Mm -hmm. And like any habit, you have to be conscious of it. it. You know, in the morning you wake up, you say, maybe it's no sugar. I'm not having sugar today. It's the habit I'm getting into. I'm eliminating sugar. And it can be really hard. And you mm -hmm. you may have a piece of cake that's around or something. And then you remind yourself, okay, I said I wasn't going to do this. So I'm I'm going to push that away now. Even if you just do it because out of out of habit, you normally eat it. Sure. Right. So being conscious of our thoughts is just a habit. Mm -hmm. Um and it can be very difficult, especially if we've programmed ourselves to think something, a belief that we've thought for so long, we think it's not even something we can change. Mm -hmm. But having the clarity of, I can change that if I want to. I am a thinking human and my emotions don't control who I am. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think too, like worth noting with all of this is like, just like any habit that we're trying to cultivate, giving up sugar or growing impatience or humility or whatever, like these things take time. And I think very much in our American culture, we want results yesterday yes. or tomorrow at the latest. Right. And we don't, yeah. we we're not 
patient enough with ourselves to be like, actually, this is probably going to take a long time or a lifetime to really, really get to. And that's okay. Like that journey is also kind of all part of the process and the growth and the maturity there. Yes, that's for sure. Um, people will come to me and say, well, I tried that once and it didn't work. I'm like, oh my gosh, (laughs) but you've done it a hundred other times, you know, the way you don't want to do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you're right. That's, and that's, that's the habit. And I think that's where we really become our fully human person Mm -hmm. when we look at the places that we want to um, tweak and refine and excel in. And then we do, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like God created this masterpiece and we just have to stop messing it up. (laughs) 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 But that requires being thoughtful of Mm -hmm. it. Absolutely. I love that. Um, Okay. Any other tips or tricks you want to share with us on this topic? You know, I think that we kind of hit it all. Just, I would really encourage people to slow down and think. And if they find themselves having negative feelings, this is something else that they can look at through the day. If they're feeling negative, Mm -hmm. why? Ask themselves, why? Mm -hmm. What is holding you back? What's gotten in your way? And then what do you want? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make that your goal. I love that. Um, and for those of you who are interested, the previous episodes that Janet was on was episode 10 of this season on your thoughts, create your marriage and episode 15 of this season on your thoughts, create your parenting or your, you as a parent. So make sure you check those out too. If you enjoyed this episode for sure. Um, thank you, Janet, for being here. This was excellent. Thank you, Katie. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Ferris Love Podcast. If you enjoyed it, there are a few quick things you can do to support us. Share this episode with a friend, subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, or visit us at ferrisloveshrine.org.